Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is part two of Boys Don't Cry with me, Russell Kane. I'm joined by Kelly Comby and Nick Bright, and we're talking about hygiene, and the chat is filthy. Okay, look, we need to talk about something we don't have in our culture, and we're thought of as weird for not having it. And it's not just in the Middle East and India, it's in France, for God's sake. The B-Day. The B-Day, to me, is the most creepy, unnecessary, weird thing ever invented. I cannot think of anything worse than squatting over an arse toilet and using it. (laughs) Like an arse sink. (laughs) Who wants to use an arse sink? Kelly Convy, have you ever used an arse sink? That's what um, B-Day translates as. It means sink of the arse. Arsehole washer. Um, I, I have... <laughs> That'll be our new jobs when we retrain after the pandemic. <laughs> Excuse me, your ring piece appears to need some polishing. Miss Convy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get me flannel. Wow. <laughs> um, my other half, if he could, he could. He would have, he would have a B-Day in the house. Why? Because he thinks it's great. You don't. You just. You just have a have a shit. Get on the B day. Get a little bum squirt, and you're off. No, you don't. That I'm sorry. Have you actually tried it? Have no. you ever tried to use a B day, Nick Bright? Have you no, ever tried I've, I've used it to wash my feet on holiday. Oh, I have as well. I was filling up. I was filling up my water when I was monged in IB before I realised what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, mate. They're not going to charge me for this water mugs. You're drinking out of the uh, shit uh, sink. I'll um. I'll let you decide whether you think I've used the B day or not. I Don't mean, turn around. Look at that. <laughs> He's turning around. Listeners, <laughs> he just turned around. <laughs> My what do you mean? Um, what do you mean? Look at you. Never, what do you mean? Uh, well, I mean, I've not used a B day. You know what I mean? I think I, I almost feel like fundamentally, when you're born and bred in Britain, like, and it's so alien, like you said, Russell, it's, it's a mad concept to us. But you know, I, I feel like if it was normalised, maybe we wouldn't feel that way about it. But it's that thing that you go on holiday when you're a kid and you say to your parents what's that what's that weird thing in in the room you know what i mean and 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 that essentially is what it is it's a strange contraption but what i have used I, when i was in thailand i stayed in oh, um, not the arse hose not an arse yeah, hose sta- oh. well, no, not not the hose no, 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 hose I stayed in a, um, it's a powerful hose <laughs> I've, I've, I've seen the arse hose just the thought of touching the handle of the arse hose <laughs> the, the, arse, the arse hose in different area codes um, no but when I was in Thailand I stayed in a Japanese hotel chain uh, and uh, they've obviously got the like talking toilets and it squirts like some of the like I didn't really know what I was doing because it was it was in Japanese so I'm like looking at it like just pressing all the buttons and then it started squirting water up my arm oh, no. so, 
Oh, so I don't mean to be, I'm not being prissy, but I would not feel confident going from toilet to water and going, you know what, I'm not even going to check that. Trousers up. There's no chance I've got a, a watered down brown mess on my legs. No chance whatsoever. Let's gamble. Fuck that. He needs, he, he needs the jet wash. You can't tell you, you'd, you'd, you'd have to use that and then do traditional methods. So what's the point? But what I think <laughs> in those countries... Traditional methods. No, seriously. Okay, Nick. No. If I said to you, you wouldn't go for a check. You would definitely go. You'd go for a do. fucking fabricash right in the mirror straight away. It's a no. football joke. Football <laughs> joke. No. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that 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 they people have to who use uh, these these water squirts wipe their exactly. Because so what? Time wasting Europeans you know. were better off out. Fuck off. No, you Brussels. just have a quick mirror. Like you have a little mirror next to it. An arse mirror, yeah. But what's more disgusting is is in these countries that you go and they have a B-day, they only have the, the B-day is because you can't flush toilet paper down the toilet. And if you've stayed in a hotel where you have to put the toilet paper in the bin next Horrible. to the, the toilet. Worst. Oh, Horrible. mate, that is the worst. Like, oh, that, I think that's worse like, than using a B-day. Oh, and the, the worst thing about that is the, 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 the people who have to come and empty the, the, the shit... Fucking box next <laughs> to the toilet. That'll be our retrain, reskill. Uh, are we going to move out? We must move out of the toilet because not everyone's like us and fine. I could literally talk about this all do- all day. Um, but just to confirm, as we suspected, fourteen point six percent of men did not wash their hands at all after using the bathroom, compared oh. to seven point one, so double. But this is the weirdest one. of men do a show of washing their hands by wetting, but use no soap. Whereas only 15% of women bother doing that, because if you're at the sink, use soap. But a lot of men do that, I've done it here, whatever, banter, back out. Typical lying men. I've seen guys doing that. They'll go go for a piss and then um, they'll literally like, quickly run one finger under What's the tap. What's the point? It's like a finger and then they're out the door. What I'm like, the what the hell? This is why the Rona is all over us. You know what I mean? <laughs> so we've got uh, a couple more areas I want to cover. A subject dear to my heart this week, uh, listeners, as I've had a dental procedure done. And I'm on the Codeine Express every night. I recommend a ride if you ever fancy it. <laughs> Brushing teeth. This Now, to me, this was a totally boring, uncontroversial subject that I didn't want to do until I started speaking to people. Like people are, people do not brush their teeth twice a day. They don't. What? Is this? Tw- it's not. It's not sixteen forty where we've all got like syphilitic black gums and gaps. <laughs> Everyone should be brushing their teeth twice a day. This is not controversial, but loads of people can't be asked. I before I met my other half, I didn't. I only brushed my teeth in the morning, and it was like it wasn't even that I was like thinking, oh, I can't be bothered. It just wasn't. I don't know if it was just that we we weren't enforced it as children or what, but he's like, you are going to brush your teeth if you're going to be lying next to me tonight. Brush your teeth. And Big I'm time. like, oh, okay, I'll brush my teeth. And now I do brush my teeth. But sometimes I, you know, I just can't be bothered. I, I don't mm. know. It's it's weird. Treat yourself. It's the, yeah, it's, yeah. it's the worst what? thing to leave. Surely, Nick, you're talking about breath. You're talking about pain if you don't take care of your teeth. I mean, yeah, well, my mum's a dental nurse. Oh, so there right? we go. Your she life must have been a living anyway. hell when you were little. Yeah, yeah. Like, she, she basically is just all over the, the, the teeth oh, Mate, I bet and, the inspections were terrifying. Show me your insides, Nicholas. Please, mother. <laughs> <When> it, <laughs> Please, mother. To the punishment chamber. <laughs> 
when when I was a teenager, though, I, I used to, you know, you know, when you're a teenager, yeah. you can't be asked to do anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes I'd go to bed and not and not brush my teeth. But now, when I think back to that, I think, oh, I couldn't imagine going to bed and not brushing my teeth because you wake up in the morning and your breath stinks anyway. Yeah. Like it's like double. If you haven't brushed your teeth before you've gone to bed, your breath must absolutely kick. Your, te- your teeth should not be furrier than your back when you wake up. That is a good a good rule of thumb. No, Floss think- or your armpits in your case. Fl- flossing. So <laughs> flossing, um, which I could use my armpit hair for. No, flossing. Uh, apparently, the the jury's out on whether it actually does anything. Dentists don't yeah. disagree. The interdental brushes, yes, across the board, get the little brushes, poke them in between the bits, in between your teeth. But some some dentists say that flossing is overrated and pointless. Are you a flosser, Kelly Convy? And do do you think girls tend to worry about shit like that more than men? Um, I'm not a flosser. I do use the little interdental things. I mean, I, I've got quite good teeth, surprisingly, for my shit uh, hygiene schedule. Um, yeah. But... Um, I, I don't know. I don't really know many people that floss. Or I mean, why would I know if they floss or not? But it's not something tell. that I really Mate, just, know just anyone, really. go out for a coriander lunch with someone and you'll know. I mean, yeah, I think I've, it's, I've had coriander I think tooth more than once. <laughs> I think it's all down to routine though, isn't it? It's like since I met Bree, it's like, like we've got in a routine now when we go to, to bed. Like I go and sit on the toilet and I have a wee brush my teeth. He brushes his teeth. You know, and I'll be sitting there brushing my teeth and then occasionally a surprise pill will come and I'll be like, get out! <laughs> but, oh, <laughs> no, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a Thank minute. Nick, Hang Nick, on. You, 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 Nick, you handle this. You know what I'm going to say. Did you, did you just, did you just admit that you're brushing your teeth whilst having a piss and your other half's in the room? No, having yeah. a, poo, a poo came out. No, no, no. It's only a surprise poo. This only happens to women. You don't know you're about to, you only think you can have a wee and then it happens. Oh, I can't wait for that to happen. To me. I mean, it, like I'm, I'm a bit funny about all of that. Like, I don't like being in the room. Like, if I don't, if my missus goes wants to go for a piss, I'm like out of the so room. Like, back, I'm, backed up, I'm Nick. Not, I'm not hanging about in there. You know what I mean? Because oh, no. she might start having a piss, and then like a fart might come out, and you know, there's all sorts of scenarios that could happen. I, don't need <laughs> mic. I do not need a mic at the moment. Nick is describing my thoughts. It's just too. It's too so much. you're weeing. You're weeing. You've crossed a weeing in front of each other, Kelly. I'm. Uh, yeah. I mean, does I'll he wee in front of you? Yeah, I mean, so st- stand and and you, I could not. I don't. I don't stand really. I, I don't really. I couldn't. I couldn't. I could not. Room. I could not stand and wee in front of Lindsay. If Lindsay saw urine jetting from my appendage, I would pack and move out. <laughs> I. Be, well, Nick, do you agree? Yeah, I'm, would I, you I, wee I, while your missus is in the bath? Sit there and let her see that. No, 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 exactly. no, not, not, not like into that. the bath. I'm a bit of a halfway house though because like. In typical like male, and this might kind of lead to some of the statistics you were talking about a minute ago. Like, if me and my missus are in the house together alone, so I've got a housemate here as well. So yeah. if my housemate's here, I'll always make sure the door's shut. But if it's just me and my missus, I might go for a piss and not shut the bathroom door. Yeah, yeah. But the, the like the way the way my the way my toilet is, my back's to the door anyway, so it's no different to going in a urine. Gotcha. So, I, I, I I'm ashamed to admit I went through a period of my life where I would lock the toilet door even when home alone, just for that. Just for the secu- emotional security, <laughs> I couldn't fully let go. If, if I was, I if think you've got si- some Freudian issues here. If it's a si- yeah, <laughs> what, what do you think's going to happen? I don't know. What if someone comes back? You haven't heard them. You've got half a Boris curl off. You have to pin. <laughs> I don't want someone to walk in when I've got a Rottweiler's tail and I can't finish. <laughs> <laughs> we. we- <laughs> We only 
only close the door if it's a poo. Like showers, going for a wee, whatever. The bathroom doors always open. Showers as well, yeah. all of that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. No, I don't care. We don't care. I don't know. Right. Like, it's not really. A big Let thing. Let's move on to an area where there is a, a gulf of a divide on the genders. Fingernails. We'll start with the hands, but don't we? We'll move on to the feet. Now, hardly any men. In fact, you are mocked as a man if you do anything professional on your nails. You're mocked by men, and it's highly likely you'll be mocked by a lot of females as well. I've never been for a professional treatment of any kind on my nails. Wouldn't risk it. It's even for girly boy me. It's a step too far. And that's surprising. And a lot of men you will see skanky like gunk, dark gunk under their nails. I mean, my nails always seem to need cutting. For someone who's so into grooming and cleanliness. It really gets pushed to the bottom of the pile. And trust me, the data is not good. That is where the bad stuff is underneath yeah. your nails. Nick, how bad are you with nails? Um, I'm I'm bad in the sense of... Uh, I'm similar to you. I've never had a professional treatment on my hands, but I once had a pedicure no way. when I was in... Um, I was in Puerto Rico in a, in a posh hotel and uh, just, just did it. It's the, only, the one and only time I've ever done it. But... Um, I'm terrible. I bite my nails. Oh, and I bite them down low oh, as well. That's painful. Like, 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 I don't know whether you can see on the on the camera. Yeah, Obviously, if you're listening to this, you can't. But who do you it, support? Like, who do you support? You know, I'm an arsehole. There you go. There you go. So, I'm surprised you got fingers yeah. left, mate. Yeah, exactly. You know, sorry, I've got arms left. You know? I bit it down to the um, shoulder. I've just got two yeah. two bloody stumps after last season. <laughs> but um, but yeah, like in terms of like cleaning them, though, I am big on that. Like, no, I'm not you know, I don't like. Well, you, you get you have dirty nails. I just I do sometimes look down and think that's disgusting, and it's gone beyond cleaning. It's just a cut. I have to go straight to cut. That's surprising. I know. Because, like, I know. No, normally, well, firstly, like you said, you're someone who's quite like you know um, into grooming and all that. But secondly, you know, no disrespect to, to to comedians and people that work in the arts because you know that's what we all three of us do here. It's not exactly like you're getting your hands dirty. <laughs> so where's all this? Where's it all coming from? <laughs> well. Uh, I can't. I can't really go into that. Otherwise, it gives way too much of a picture of what I get up to when I'm on my own. <laughs> whatever it takes to get, a, what, whatever it takes to get across that's, the line. That's, that's why you lock the toilet door, mate. <laughs> you know. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. 
Only at Sleep Number Stores or SleepNumber.com. <laughs> no, but Kelly, there really, it does seem to be a blind spot on a lot of men. It's just they, they just can't be asked with nails. I find them boring. And if you look at, I won't name the comedians, but there are some comedians, good looking fellas that I've worked with. And when the shoes come off, it is some hobbit, Lord of the Rings, curly <laughs> toenail shit. I have literally, unless it's some nana in a nursing home, I've literally never seen a toenail out of control on, on a woman that bad. Do you, I've just never seen it. Yeah, I, I think the, um, I think with the hands for starters, I think that on a man that works with his hands, I think that sometimes it's kind of like if he's just come back from a day of work. And I bet you like to, that, didn't you, Kelly? Yeah, I do. Bit, bit oh. of a rough so hand. Kelly, Tearing the... Kelly you, 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 you're making me laugh, you know? like... <laughs> Bit of, bit of a gritty bird, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, right, I do like you? a bit of rough. Like, if, if he's been out in the tools all day and he comes home with dirty hands, then that's great. Like, like I, I like that. Um, Gosh, claw- she, dated a, she dated a fishmonger for years. She loved it. <laughs> Every day, like, scales and salmon. Yeah, and that was just me. Um, <laughs> no, you know, about the, 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 the claw feet, uh, yeah. I, I what think is that's that? just because blokes don't really have their toes out. And they just they just forget about them, and I don't think they really look at them. I don't think that they really bother to to sort of you know keep them in check. Whereas I think girls sometimes have toeless shoes and sandals and stuff, and and I think it's just part of our like let's go get a manicure, pedicure, you know that but kind of thing. Kelly, is it okay for because you're quite down to earth, lady? You like a man to be a man. So tell me, is it okay or not for a man to go for a pedicure or manicure, or are there different rules for both? Because there'll be boys listening go to for this it, saying. Mate. So it's not. It's not like what a wuss. Why have you done that? You're no longer. Well, you're man. not going to like if you're a geezer and you walk in and get your nails done. You're not going to walk out and be like, "Hello, Miss Money Penne." You're just no, going to have nice. That's, you're just going to have nice nails. Would, that's how I would walk in. No. <laughs> <laughs> so no, because um, very often you're like, "Nah, mate, don't shave your armpits. That's tragic." So I didn't know if you might do a nah, mate against a pedicure as well, or, or is it is the jury out on that one? Because boys listen no, to this I podcast, think- they're looking for answers, Kelly. No, I think there's a big difference between like, you know, shaving your body hair for sort of funny reasons and and manicuring and pedicuring your feet to keep them nice. Like, I think there's a big difference there. Like, I think like your feet, Mm. the the reason why anyone would need a pedicure is because their feet are rank. Yeah, like it's not like you're going in there and getting glittery toenails done. You're getting like it shaped and, and, you know, the dead skin off and stuff. So I think with a manicure pedicure, it's like... That is a different thing to all of this this other stuff. So I don't, I think I think you're even manlier if you want it. If you if you look at your feet and go, oh God, they need seeing to, then yeah. um, and you and you choose to go and get them sorted. And I think that's quite a manly I thing. There you go, lads. If, if Kelly thinks it's okay, trust me, lads, it's probably okay. Yeah. Um. So here's here's one for once where the men win, Nick. It was a millennial men in a survey, so I will put inverted commas around the men. Millennial men are more oh, millennial men. I'm offended. Millennial men are more likely to change bedsheets more often. Two thousand people were surveyed. Researchers discovered that millennial men are religiously washing their bedsheets every two weeks. Meanwhile, ladies can only be bothered to change their bedding once a month. Yeah, because there's so spunk all over him. What? I mean, like, maybe that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's just if they, if they don't change it, they'll be cracking them in half. I like, that, I mean, <laughs> well, that's that one done. Next question: <laughs> Is that is it as simple as that? Is it? There's too many stalactites on there, so we've got to first of all, you've got to take a chisel to them and then get them into the washing machine. Yeah, for, I was just going to say for, for 
for me, like, I feel like you've got to do it once a week. I, I'm once a week, because that, that was once every two weeks, yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah. it, that, that stat? I do, I do it once a week just because, like, there is, I mean, the spunk and all of that, yeah. But secondly, <laughs> you know, there, there is there is no better feeling than getting into fresh covers. You know, when you, like, get in the fresh cover, you're like, wow, this is, like... My bed feels like I'm in a hotel, you know what I mean? This is lovely. Yeah. Fair play. Every Sunday, every Sunday, fresh sheets, Sunday night, getting into a bed, fresh sheets. Uh, my other yeah. half cannot make a bed for the life of him. We have been together for years and he he tried to do it once and I went in there and he's all like, hey, yeah. he's like <laughs> trying to get the thing in. Look like a I shit mean, ghost. A, yeah, he's a capable <laughs> bloke, but he can't change the sheets to save his life. It is the worst household chore, though, I think, like putting the covers back on. On a duvet. The duvet. Do you not do the inside oh, out, mate. where I turn it inside out, exactly. get inside it, and then well, revert. No, but I used to, one of my, again, another another job that I had when I was growing up, I used to work on a P&O ferries, and I used to have to, like, this was when I was 17, I used to take the old bedding off and remake the beds, but they were single beds, so you could do the inside out jobby. When it's like a king-size duvet, like, he's trying to do the inside out thing, it's like, my, my span isn't big enough. <laughs> you know, I'm a tall bloke, I'm six foot three, but my span's not big Tiny enough. Tiny fingers, you're bitting you bit them off, that's why. <laughs> um, so the, I want to move into the last area, something I'm obviously always fascinated by, which is class and cult culture. Um, so just to run through everyone's uh, backgrounds, because listeners might be new, I did not know you had a, a Ghanaian grandfather, Nick. I was going to ask mm-hmm. you about that, so I didn't know if there's any influences from that side, because this is the one thing that changes massively across cultures, how people clean, use the bathroom, female grooming, male grooming, how, uh, how people wash their hands. People have access to water for a start on different continents. And also class, me and you, Kelly, we're both fluent in chav it's our first language um do you think we're more likely to be a little bit dirty because we come from working class backgrounds i find tend to find it's the other way around my experience i'm just a regular old straight guy but my experience of dating has been quite the opposite i've dated across the sociological spectrum and it's much more like to get excuse me you think because i grew up on a council estate you think that makes me dirty how dare you i'm cleans girl i know blah 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 Whereas some posh girl is like, yeah, fuck it, it's only a bit of shit. Crack on, Monty. You know, like, <laughs> it seems to almost be like an inverse rule of class to filth. Like, like the less you have, the more you want to scrub it. House, kitchen, doorstep, whatever it is. Do you know what I mean, Kel? Um, yeah, Marty Jack, she bleaches everything. She bleaches yeah. the... Wonderful the anus. <laughs> you don't disrespect my Auntie Jack. Um, yeah. no, but, um, no, but everything, uh, I, I personally think, it, it, you know, it goes down to even, you know, you go to a rundown place and they've got Range Rovers on the drive. Your outward image is what you project. So I think that coming from a working class environment, your image is is everything. It's not about the job that you do. It's about what you look like, what you're wearing, how you smell, how you dress. And, and I think that actually cleanliness is really important. I mean, so you see some... Some of the like proper like raw people, and they look like they're homeless. Like they look yeah. like they they haven't washed their hair in a, in a week. Well, and I just haven't. feel like well, they probably haven't. And I feel yeah. like working class people will have got um, not a point to prove, but um, an outward projection of of how they want to present themselves. And I think it's a bit more important. I, I hear that. In my opinion. Uh, so, I don't know if your grandfather alive, if he's deceased, how much time did you have with him? What sort of influence culturally has that had over you, if any, or none? Yeah, see, not not really that much um, because he died when I was 
12, I think. And I, it would be, I feel like it would be a totally different story if my grandmother was Ghanaian. Because obviously, you know, um, in uh, a lot of African countries, the, the, the females, it's still a lot more traditional than it, is, than it is here. You know what I mean? The females are the people who do all the, the cleaning and the cooking and the looking after of um, the family. So I feel like if, my, if it was my nan that was Ghanaian, it would be totally different. But um, as it is... You know, my 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 dad's a proper like. Even though he's you know mixed race, that his dad was my granddad, of course. You know, Ghanaian. My dad's like a proper Cockney South London geezer. You know, so like that's quite a mix um, though, isn't it? Like some like a craw with South London. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the weird weird thing is my nan. So my nan was Irish. So my granddad and my nan. So my dad's parents that she was Irish and he was Ghanaian, and like that's a real mixture yeah. in the fifties as well. You know, like. Racism was I mean, very prevalent and stuff. That, like that famous you know? racist sign. There were two reasons not to be let into the pub. Then, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, they had a dog and all. You know what I mean? so, no chance of getting oh, in. Shit. You know? We failed on all three of the racist yeah. lists. Let's go with the next poser. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, to answer your question, in terms of like you know cleanliness and and stuff like that, my mum weirdly. Um, and what's your mum's background was, then? Well, my mum's just English, you know, like, again, South London, both my parents are from Brixton in South London, and, uh, but my mum's always been shit hot on, like, you know, uh, making sure that the place, especially if people are coming round, that is murder. So would you... When people are coming mm. round, oh, she would be like, you know, even if it's just a, a, a relative, another family member, she would be on us a week before, you know, this person's coming round in a week, make sure your room's sorted, like, it would be an absolute nightmare. Would you describe it as a working class childhood? Uh, do you... Oh yeah, definitely, 100%. Like my, both my both my parents are, are working class and didn't come from anything, you know, they, they came from council estates, both of them in South London, so you know. The fact that they um, they ended up buying their own house in in the suburbs because um, I ended up growing up in a place called South Norwood near Crystal Palace and you know they'd done pretty well for themselves but yeah definitely working class. Honestly, I, you wouldn't think it could be so fascinating. So check. Sorry, Kelly. Yeah, we're nearly out of time. One, if you've got something to say, though, I want to hear. I was just going to say it's about pride. Like I think that when you've worked so hard to achieve something and work so hard to have something, like if you even like take it down to like roadmen, you know, their their trainers are pristine because they're they're, oh, yeah. the, they're the trainers that they have worked to to get and and to so it's it's um it's not something that you keep having. So you mm-hmm. want to you want to wear it, you want to keep it nice, and you want to present yourself in a way that is um aspirational and i think that that comes down to cleanliness it's the same with travelers you know gypsies marty jack he she comes from a traveler background and the one thing that rules all everything in their lives is cleanliness and pride in the way that you present yourself and i think it comes from an appreciation point of view really it's it's such a good point that you make just just quickly about the trainers because again growing up because my parents you know didn't have loads of money and stuff um, you know, they would never ever buy me the trainers that I wanted. I would always want the designer trainers. And now, uh, I, I think I honestly think I've got a problem. I've got like over, I've, I've almost got hundred pair of trainers, hundred pairs as trainers upstairs. I, I buy them and I don't wear them. And I think it, I think it comes from you know the fact that I couldn't have them when I was younger. And now, you know, I'm doing all right for myself. I can afford some trainers, so like I just buy them. Mm. But you know, my, my missus gets the right. But, the less said about that, the better. But, you know, but I mean, do you know. stink them out with your skanky feet? We'll never know because we're we're <laughs> out. Of t- we're out of time. What can I say? I know you might find that a bit toilet humour, people, but it's the stuff that needs talking about, and I found it bloody fascinating. I do have a mental age of 12. 
Thank you very much, Nick Bright, Kelly Conby. I've been Russell Kane. Make sure you hit subscribe. Make sure you hit like. Don't leave us a shit review. Leave us a nice, clean, lovely one. Goodbye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.